Yeah. All right. Welcome to the uh, second episode of Laugh or Learn with Caleb Jones. My first guest, James Hennessy. I'll do a, I'll do a fake applause. No, no, no need for a fake. We'll just we'll build up to it. We'll build up <laughs> to it. But thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great. Glad to have you, man. Uh, I want to ask you, because recently you were part of a commercial. Mm-hmm. Now, is this your first commercial? Yeah, absolute 100% first time doing anything remotely like that. So, yeah. And you got paid for it? Uh, I believe I will be paid for it. There is talk about payment, but as of this second, no, not yet. Um, An amateur actor is someone who acts but doesn't get paid. Yeah. Profes- so you're a professional actor, technically. Technically, yeah. If, if we were going to go down that road, then I am technically a professional actor now. Although, like I was saying, I'm still waiting on the payment. But the second I do get paid, I mean, my Facebook is changing. I'm not going <laughs> to be working in anything now. It's going to be James Hennessy, actor. And then I'm going to be like, see this person for business deals and everything. Did you just put on your card, your resume? That's no, good. I'm hoping to use the payments to get business card printed. It's all, it's, it's all very fluid right now. <laughs> okay. Is it something you want to keep on doing? I have no idea, man. I truthfully, I don't know. Um, I won't say no to any opportunities that come up, but like when when I was asked to come down for a cast and I was like, oh my God, I'm really excited. This is fantastic. But I didn't, uh, for my own for my own like uh, feelings, I certainly didn't think to myself, oh my God, I'm an actor now. This is it. I've changed my life. <laughs> I, I'd prefer to look at it as if um, I've had a great experience. I've I've been able to take part in something that was closed to me before. And yeah, there is an opportunity for to be able to continue doing it. And I would love to, but I don't want to get my hopes up, you know. It's very humble of you. Mm. Got to stay humble. That's yeah. what like Dwayne Johnson and stuff says. Oh, yeah, I love him. Yeah. He's one right here. Uh, I quote him all the time, but it's him quoting someone else. <laughs> he said, uh, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Yeah. 100%, 100%, especially when you're new to a business, when you're new to uh, a passion or anything. Just try and be nice, you know, try and leave people with a with a good feeling when they think about you, I think. so. That's true. Well, you've been, uh, we met in improv. We did. And that was about six weeks, six weeks? Yeah, I want to say six weeks ago, yeah. And uh, over that time, you're one of the most, like, good energies, one of the best energies in the room. Very nice. I've never seen you cry. no. But, um, you know, as we get better and better at improv, you know, we'll build up to bigger and bigger scenes. And the, the chances of seeing me crying is I think it's, it's slowly rising, you know. Um, I've never seen you cry, though. In fairness. I go to the bathroom. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like a man. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Hide your pain That's like right. a real man. <laughs> and we have a show coming up. We do. Right this Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, 29th of April. 29th of April. Yeah. Improv at Heart of Darkness. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be ten percent better than the previous one. I mean, ten percent. Like you could. That's a. We will be able to measure how much better we are. Ten percent minimum. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like with the improv. I felt in all my uh, my small amount of acting I've done, improv has helped me the most. Yeah. Um. It's what is it critical thinking maybe maybe yeah. just coming up with stuff on the fly and also your interpersonal um your interpersonal reactions as well you know 
being able to read people, being able to adjust to what people are doing. This is the, that was the part that I found most difficult. It's just that like uh, a bit of a control freak when it comes to things. But when you're doing improv, if, you, if you're a control freak, you get disappointed. If you have a scene and somebody comes up and they're not going in the way that you want your scene to go or how you perceived or how you imagined it to be. Get the fuck thing. off my stage. Exactly. And that's the funny thing is just like that would be exactly my reaction before. <laughs> and yeah, I've got to let that go because because like it's it's not yours. It's uh, it's ours. It's our group scenes all the time. Um, so that's that's one of the things I struggle with with improv, you know, uh, but it's good. It's it's teaching me. I, it's a learning process you know and with the workshops and everything like the workshops have really helped me uh just being with with that issue we just talked about and also with with a mindset of just like just get up and do it you know don't don't second guess yeah. yourself too much just yeah. put yourself out there and for me that's transferable into that advert we did don't don't say to yourself oh you can't do that or that's really difficult or you know oh, that's what you said to yourself yeah I go, I'm going to fuck this up, but I'm not afraid to do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's like if we're doing more inspirational quotes, it's like if you ever failed, yeah, like next time just fail a bit better and then maybe yeah. success is just down the road. Yeah, it's good. Uh, fail more, fail better. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, why, uh, that's why you see me doing shows all the time. Yeah, uh, exactly. Just failing as much as I can. Ah, you're good. I loved, <laughs> your, I loved your show the last time we were out at that open mic. It was fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. I yeah. didn't ask him to say that. Nope, he did you. not. <laughs> 100%. Not being paid. This is purely voluntary, so... Uh, how much longer will you be in Saigon? Indefinitely for now? Uh, well... It's gonna be as long as possible. As long as possible. Got a got a couple of schemes coming up, but there's also chance. There's also opportunities, you know, elsewhere in Vietnam that might suit. So how long am I gonna be in Saigon for? That's that's up in the air because if I get an opportunity in the north, in the middle, I'll be yeah. gone. You know. What kind of opportunity? Uh, there's talk about some um, camps and stuff that are happening, and they'll happen when I believe the kids finish in school. So ah, the parents, the parents don't want their kids in the house all day after they've had like all this time off. Yeah, it's true. So yeah, but I'm looking for it's. It will be. I want to be. I I can say, um, I will definitely be in Vietnam for as long as possible. Saigon. Uh, that's interchangeable you know okay. it really is but then you you miss out on a lot of the the arts 100 percent. i just but i you gotta have a you gotta have a mindset where you're gonna say to yourself there's arts everywhere you go you know you yeah. just gotta make the most of it like i had no idea that i was going to end up on a podcast when i when i decided to settle in saigon <laughs> so you gotta you gotta look at the positives everywhere you go you know that's true i was yeah. actually gonna pitch you if you want to start your own podcast mm that might happen but we'll need some i uh, how we'd need some good guests we'd, oh actually i'll be your guest yeah that, i don't know if i'm i don't i know I, i'm not at the par but i'll oh. try my best no, we'll make it look good we will we'll make it look good we you got a team already fuck <laughs> <laughs> well because i don't want to lose you uh in the community because mm. you're a you're a beacon of hope and uh, i like i like being around people who are supportive yeah. and like uh, have a why not attitude yeah it's it's vital and that's that's not that's a rare resource here man everywhere in, the, in uh shit now i'm being pessimistic 
Um, what do you find here? I was I was only thinking about this maybe today and stuff. It's just like when we're at home, you know, that's the States for you and that's Ireland for me. I'm thinking people work so hard to carve out their little niche when they're at home and they've been working so long at it. Do you know what I mean? This is my career. These are my friends. These are my social groups. And once you have that set up, there's no imperative to step outside that, you know. So in Vietnam, You've, I arrived three months ago, nearly three and a half months ago, and I've no niche, I've no nothing. It's important for me to step in and experience things just because you want, you want to be a part of things and you want to have a support group of friends, colleagues, acquaintances, yeah. you know? And I feel like this is the best place to do it, hands down. Not necessarily Saigon, but Vietnam is just wonderful for that. Everything is so fluid, everyone's working towards it. and. And people are not set in their ways here because they've had to give up all of their ways just to come here, you know? Uh, I love it. Absolutely adore it over here. And like you were saying, um, surrounding yourself with the right people is, I think it's easier over here, you know? Um, yeah, man. It's, um, it could be the Vietna Vietnamese people themselves who have this can-do attitude, you know? They have this attitude towards business as well. Yeah, know? that's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of uh, remarkable Vietnamese here. Yeah. I have met some of the most frighteningly capable people <laughs> since I come over here. They are, and they were just not what I was expecting, you know, because I expected to come over here. And I, I truthfully, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but this, like some of the people, the local Vietnamese men and women, they're scary good at what they do. And yeah. they don't have this thing where they don't have this thing where uh, in Ireland you need this to do that and you need this to to be able to progress to that. No, they just say to themselves, I'm going to do that tomorrow and th they'll go and they'll have a discussion. And for me looking at it i say like wow how can you do that and then if you take your eye off them it's done you know what i mean a business is formed uh, a relationship is made or um yeah they're a wonderful wonderful set of people frightening though when it comes to when a it bit comes to how capable yeah and i've noticed a lot of them uh, mourning the loss of avici <laughs> yeah topical they are. uh they love their dance music over here i think uh Avicii, I, I'm sort of mourning the loss of him as well. Like yeah. when you think when you think back to all those summer anthems that like they're not going to be winning, they're not going to be winning any major awards for changing the world of music. But when you're when you're at two a.m. in a club and they stick on Avicii or something, you're just like yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah that's me. Yeah. Well, in <laughs> fairness, it, like it depends on how many beers I've had as well. Um, I, th I think five plus beers and uh, a good tune that I know comes on. I think you're a good drinker. I mean, I don't mean like drinking a lot, but being able to handle it. Yeah, as long as I stay away from like the crazy stuff, you know. If I have, yeah, if I go on shorts, tequilas, whiskey or something, that's a, that's a random thing. Nobody knows where that's going, you know. Next time I'm bringing a bottle. Uh, oh, God. Our next podcast, uh, we're going to be drunk. Next, yeah, drunken <laughs> podcast, yeah. I mean, we'll avoid the stereotypes, but I'm on board, you know, so we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to give you a beer first. Cause like, oh, yeah. 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 But it's all right, man. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming on. Mm, it's uh, fantastic. Thank you for being my first guest. Yep. It's a pleasure. pleasure. Absolute pleasure. My brother. That's it. Bye, guys. The camera's going to overheat. <laughs> yeah.
I feel like um, if we did the three episodes that you're talking about, we then before we do the next one, we talk about stuff that I'm gonna ask you about because that was purely you asking me and me and me talking, 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 talking. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Yeah, but I I like a little more where it doesn't feel like you're just like you know just like it's just me and you get to ask the questions. You know. But if that's where you if that's where you see the podcast are going, then sure we'll stick to that. I have no problem talking. We are on. Camera's not too hot, okay. so uh, we didn't go anywhere. I'll edit, so it's yeah, reversed. sure. I'll do a different face at the start of this one, so like it'll look fresh. All right. So how come you're so attractive? Um, it's a combination of uh, average genes. And then making the most of what you've got. So you got to try and look after yourself as well, you know. Um, I have some natural advantages. I'm quite thin, which suits me, you know. Uh, people talk about my bone structure and they say, you have wonderful bone structure. And I say, oh, thank you very much. Because I thought, what, <laughs> what do you even say to that? Oh, you have wonderful bone structure. I'll tell my parents. Got they'll good be, bones. Yeah, they'll, they'll be delighted. <laughs> yeah. Um, why am I so attractive? Uh it's funny because is it, there a lot of attractive people in Ireland? No, I've never been there. So. No, I, I don't know. Uh, if I was to think about it, I'd say because you've said I'm attractive and I've gone with it because uh, I appreciate the compliment. But do I consider myself attractive? No, bang, middle of the road, just making the most of what I have. Uh, in Ireland, uh, are you women on the top one percent? No, God, no. in Ireland, no, no, for no, men, no, 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 no way. It's funny because, like, I think to be in the top 1% of attractive people, I'd probably have to be about 6'2". You know, that's, oh. it's a major thing for people, you know. But you get what you're given. Yeah. You know, you can, it's no point in saying, oh, I wish I was this, I wish I was that. I was like, no. That's true. I mean, you wear heels. I could, but I'm not at that stage in my life yet. I think maybe by 35, then maybe the heels will come into it as well. I will be honest, I do wear boots, which have a bit of a, you know, <laughs> the, like, it's, it's only a little bit, you know what I mean? But it's enough that stays between me and you and the 16 people who are going to listen to this podcast. Oh, that's generous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have drag shows here. Uh, would you be, dude, do you want to do a drag show? I'm going to say... I know you're 100% no. heterosexual. That, that's it. So I wouldn't be worried about the sexuality thing. I'd be... Like, I've been to drag shows, and I think they're the, some of the most talented people, but they're bitches. Like, their their whole on, on stage persona has to be, like, heckling. Like and a diva? Yeah. yeah I just, like... And, like, when you get on... Uh, <laughs> When you get on and they're doing their thing, like they encourage the audience to be bitchy and they're they're tossing it back and forward, you know. So could I do that? Dude, that's the best. It's like you know, I could I could uh, I could wear the dress and the makeup and the heels, but uh, I just can't be a bitch. Yeah, you know? that's <laughs> can't it. Can't be mean. I like it, it. The funny thing is, like, it's a skill set as well, you know. So the the being the bitch would be it would be something that you'd grow into. I learned a long time ago that stage time is stage time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And tell me, Caleb, have you done a drag show? Is this you projecting or is this you looking to add to your little drag show side business that nobody knows about? Stage time is stage time. Yeah. Right? So okay. I want to say. Yeah, no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I did that, what if I got on stage uh, for the improv show in a dress? Mm, true. But then you could only use me for certain scenes. Yep. And also, people will complain because you've obviously planned and brought a dress. That's true. That's yeah. improv. Yeah. What if I. Oh man, god damn it. Yeah. You'd have to somehow swing that as in like I need a dress. 
I need a dress and we plant someone in the audience. Oh, look, it's a dress I happen to have in my bag. Oh, I like you. Come up here. <laughs> my yeah. kind of man. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> I actually thought it would be a woman, but the man thing is much better. Yeah. Have you ever worn a dress? No. Really? No. And I am not against it. I would do it if I thought that uh, a charity might benefit. Yeah, I, you would. Do? I was thinking of doing that. Yeah. And I get told I have lovely legs as well. So I think that I'm not shaving my legs, though, because I'm very like it's uh, it's a thing where like um completely comfortable in my heterosexuality, but uh, not hairy, not very hairy at all. So my okay. body hair is confined to my underarms and waist down. So if I was to shave, if the, if I was to shave my legs, I would look like a baby. Some people are into that. Yeah, some people are, and I imagine like maybe some people would like me to oil myself up and everything. But no, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't see it happening. But I'm not gonna say no. I'm just trying to find your lines. My lines? Ah, there's no lines. It's all blurred lines, you know, man. <laughs> yeah, what's <well, it's> great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely wear a dress. And uh, speaking of um, mentioned, I'd never worn makeup until I was on a commercial the other day. So that was my first time wearing makeup as well. And it was a very pleasant experience. Uh, sat down in the chair and yeah. this lovely woman was very gentle and applied the foundation to my face. Miss uh, uh, Wynn, great makeup artist. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I felt pretty. Yeah. I asked her specifically to make me as pretty as possible <laughs> i should have done that i was just i was just kind of just happy to be there you know yeah. just like <laughs> All giggity. it's a it's a it's a complete new experience you know this woman is applying makeup like even normal women don't have this you know they That's all true. apply their own makeup and here i am treated like a queen it's just like <laughs> let me do your makeup it's like oh absolutely do you have to do a dress change uh, I wore the I wore the outfit that they requested of me, and I got in, and I was wearing a blue polo, and I looked good. I have to say, um, it was important that I didn't look as good as what would be the hero of the scene, but I yeah. did. I looked sharp. I looked good, so I was happy with the wardrobe choices that we had. You can uh, you can name call. You can call people names. You can, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> bastards. That's <laughs> what I'm gonna call them. Yeah, you can uh, you can say people's names if you want. Yeah. Uh, I'm worried that I don't really remember. Like the the makeup girls didn't get their names. Oh, like, that's okay, man. Yeah, um, and I feel bad. I just don't want them to think that you know. Now that I've do done this, I don't want them to think that like I don't that I'm deliberately forgetting their names. Right. Like, no, I just yeah. said it to make you look better. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm I'm trying to make it more of a habit to remember people's names. I'm yeah yeah. I'm actually really good at remembering people's names. So well, remember, you remember the main guy. Yeah, Sebastian. Sebastian. I remember all of the sharks. Uh, I didn't get the the name of the woman who was a shark as well a beautiful okay. young woman we didn't get i didn't get her name but there was william uh chris and peter and they were all amazing to me that's that's another thing i enjoyed about working um, with them yeah no just be, having the opportunity to meet these people you know you, you don't uh it's it's a very precious thing where you get to meet someone that you don't get to meet before and you have this common goal so conversation is easier yeah. you know you, you're not just shoved in a room where it's just like oh i wanted you to meet this person it's like oh uh, <laughs> hi, uh, I'm, I'm James. Uh, I've been in Saigon three months and, and that's it. But yeah. if you all have a, a common goal, you're able to you kind of shoot the shit a bit course, easier. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done this before? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Give me advice. That way. Exactly. Yeah. Uh oh, camera. All right. Camera's off. Okay. <laughs>